Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Hi, I'm Lisa Kay, and this is another episode of Between Heaven and Earth Radio, and where we bring you conscious living for your soul. And um, we do lots of uh, episodes on mostly intuition. Uh, That's my focus on how to develop your intuition so that you can use it when you want and on the things you want and ultimately um, get guidance that's really uh, from get information that could help you in all aspects of your life. So I've done a lot of work on studying it and and now I'm really good at using it and teaching other people. So I wanted to give a shout out to those of you who are in Columbus, Ohio, and Monroeville, Pennsylvania, who came to see me uh, speak at some of the expos there and come by my booth. And, you know, that was uh, the first time I've actually been in either place. Um, I've transferred through Columbus, Ohio, but I've never actually stayed there. And it was it was actually quite wonderful. I really enjoyed my trip to Columbus, Ohio, and to uh, meet people there, as well as in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. I met some amazing people. I had some great conversations and some people are just so enthusiastic about learning about their intuition and, and I'm so glad that synchronicity has sort of connected me with all these people uh, who are searching specifically on how to learn how to use their intuition. I was really pleasantly surprised. We had um, a lot of fun and, um, and I bet, you know, some of the synchronicity was kind of cool. I'll share a couple with you. There was a, one woman who came to my booth and she looked at me and she said, this was the only thing I came here for to this expo to learn about using my intuition. And she goes, and here you are. And she was surprised to find out that's really all I did. So that was really, really cool. And, and then I had a, a gentleman come up to my booth, my table, and uh, he said he was very interested in learning about intuition and the book, you know, he, he looked at the book and I, my book and I said, oh, you know, the book is on sale today um, and, you know, I'll sign it for you. I'll get it to you today. And he goes, oh, oh I read it already. I looked at him. You, you read it already. <laughs> that was pretty quick. And uh, it turns out that he actually bought it a couple weeks before and he didn't know that I was going to be at this show. So he said this was all very synchronistic. He said he actually bought the book already 
and he read it. He loved it. And then a friend of his um, invited him to come to the expo, and he didn't know I was going to be there. And he said he got the program, and he looked through it, and he said, there I was. And he was shocked. And he said, of course, he had to come listen to me speak. So that was really, really kind of cool that he actually got the book before um, before he, he came to the expo and he saw me. So that was another synchronicity. And so I am doing this book tour. I've got my new book is Intuition on Demand. And some of the things I'm going to talk to you about today are in the book. Um, and you can get it on Amazon. Uh, I'm also going to be traveling around. I'm going to be, um, I'm not done yet. So I'm going to be in New York City in a couple of weeks at the New Life Expo, speaking there at the New Yorker Hotel, uh, which I believe is now the Wyndham. And a few weeks later, um, November, I'm going to the Natural Living Expo in Marlboro, Massachusetts. And then I'm going out to Cincinnati, Ohio for the victory of light. And I'm really looking forward to both of those and, um, or all of them actually. And it's going to be really cool. I haven't been to, um, Cincinnati, so that'll be good. If you're out there, uh, come on by. It's going to be, let's see, victory of light is November 18th and 19th. Massachusetts is the 11th and 12th. So I'll be there. So our show today, we're going to start, um, is called The Three Top Ways to Use Your Intuition to Make Better Decisions. You know, people always want to make better decisions with um, their intuition because they feel it'll help them make the right decision. And it's one of the most common questions that people ask me. Uh, how do I use my intuition to make decisions? They They want to make the right decision. They don't want to make uh, the quote the wrong one. They want to not make that make mistakes. Um, so save you time, energy, and probably money if you make the right decision. And some of the most famous thinkers out there, thinkers, businessmen, spiritual leaders, they use their intuition to make decisions. And you may have heard some of these uh, before, but um, I'll share them with you. Like, uh, for example, Oprah Winfrey, who I love her, and she's um, very much of a, a spiritual leader, I would call her. Now, she said this, learn to let your intuition tell you when, when the food, the relationship, or the job isn't good for you. And conversely, when what you're doing is just right. So she she uses her intuition all the time. And Steve Jobs, so we may have heard a couple quotes from him, but here I found one. It said, he said, I began to realize that an intuitive understanding and consciousness was more significant than abstract thinking and intellectual logical analysis. And one more, Richard Branson. I actually just listened to a podcast uh, of him with uh, Tim Ferriss. It was really, really insightful and interesting. But Richard Branson, you know, started out, um, he he was an entrepreneur that became a billionaire businessman with um, multiple bu- billionaire businesses. It's incredible. Um, and he he started uh, Virgin Records and Virgin Atlantic, the airline. And um, he said that, quote, I rely far more on gut instinct than researching huge amounts of statistics. So that's that's interesting. So a lot of people use their intuition to make decisions um, who, are, who are quite successful. And a few years ago, the Navy actually initiated a study to see if they could harness the power of intuition for their soldiers. They called it the, quote, spidey sense, you know, Spider-Man. 
the Spidey sense. And in a New York Times article, the, they reported this. They said the impetus for the program, the, the naval program, comes from, quote, reports and discussions with Marines and soldiers returning from deployment, said Commander Jeff Cohn, who's also pro, a program manager at, this, at the Naval Office. And he said that these reports from the field often detailed a, quote, sixth sense or a Spidey sense that alerted them to an impending attack or an IED, improvised explosive device, or that allowed them to respond to a novel situation without consciously analyzing the situation. So that's what he said. So that's one of the, re- one of the reasons why uh, they spent $3.5 million to do research on intuition. Now, does everybody have it? Everybody does. I believe, uh, and I know I didn't think I had intuition, or at least mine was very like embryonic uh, when I first started, and I learned how to develop mine. And actually, Mahatma Gandhi said, "Everyone who wills can hear the inner voice. It is within everyone. That's your intuition." So, how can you harness this quote secret superpower that we all have? I like that. It's a secret superpower. Um, and it is a secret superpower. And once you do work with it and, and can use it, it can really help you in making your decisions and make better decisions. So the first thing you need to do is you need to know how your intuitive mind works. And brian, uh, brain science shows us that the way we experience intuition closely parallels the way the right side of the brain processes information. So if you know how the right brain thinks, you're going to be able to understand your intuition more clearly. And you could say that your right brain is your intuitive mind. And I've talked about this uh, before, but we'll, we'll go into how you can use this. And for those of you who don't know, let's talk a little bit about how the right brain speaks in terms of um, its mental processing. And this is something I also shared with people in... Um, in Monroeville, uh, Pennsylvania, and they thought it was fascinating. Um, the right brain speaks in terms of images and symbols. And one of the ways that they discovered how to do this was that scientists uh, and researchers actually looked at people who had their right and left hemispheres um, disconnected. And I won't go into a lot of the detail of why it was disconnected, but just suffice to say that they, there were certain people who um, had, uh, these, these people actually um, were epileptic and they were severely epileptic. And they thought that one of the causes was having the too much firing of um, neuronal uh, processing between, you know, that would just kind of uh, explode and go back and forth in both sides of their brain. So they figured, well, if we, stop that by disconnecting both sides of the brain, then it, you know, it'll be uh, localized and, and not spread throughout the brain and help them with their seizures. So those people that they did that to, now again, they were having seizures that were life-threatening. So this did help them. But, and they didn't have any experience of uh, knowing that, that, that you know, this had been done to them. They continued to be normal. They continued to manage their life quite well. And and they didn't uh, have any outward effect of this um, you know, d- disconnection. 
But what they found out was they were able to actually, because the two sides of the brain were no longer connected, that they were able to um, work with one side of the brain and see how it processed information and then work with the other side and see how how that side processed information. So they would do things like, for example, they would um, show, they would project an image in people's um, uh, left field division, which goes to the right side of their brain, and they would project uh, images of things. So, for example, they would project um, an object. It might be a, a car or an apple and then they would uh, ask the person to draw what it was that, was that was presented to that side of the brain. And what they found is that when it was projected to the right side of the brain, um, that they would be able to draw the shape of the apple. Uh, they could describe that it was, say, red, but they wouldn't use the word apple. And then if they reversed it where they showed this to the left side of the brain, the picture of the apple, they could write apple. They would write, oh, apple, and they could say apple. And so then they started to discover that the right side of the brain seems to only process and speak and express itself in terms of images and symbols and big big picture abstract concepts. Um, And it didn't have a lot of words. It didn't have... Uh, what we know is language or or logic. And so that was very interesting. And what we've discovered as well is that intuition seems to express itself in the same way that the right brain does. So that's why I call it the intuitive mind. Now, your right brain will convey information to you in, say, a few words, not a whole lot of words. It might go, it might, you might hear uh, stop or don't go there. Um, or you might have a concept of going to talk to a particular person. Go, go talk to that person. You might also get an intuitive message that is uh, an image which represents something. That's kind of like a symbol. And so that might pop up in your head. You might see, say, a stop sign that pops up in, 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 your, in your mind's eye. And this is your right brain speaking to you. Your right brain is going to speak in images. It's going to present pictures. The pictures may not be detailed. It might be a fragment. Or you might have a feeling, a physical feeling or an emotional feeling. You might feel attracted or repulsed. That's your intuition speaking. You might feel upbeat or maybe physically down or maybe physically heavy. So these are the characteristics of intuition and how it speaks to you. So now that you know a little bit of how how your intuitive minds work, how can you use this information to make decisions? Well, let's give you some examples. I think that's probably the best way to help you see how you can use your intuition to make decisions. So let's take an example. Suppose you had the to decide on choosing between two very similar things. So, for example, suppose you were trying to decide whether you should move to uh, one of two different cities, right? There are two cities. Well, should I go, hey, so should I go to Columbus or, <laughs> or Pittsburgh? <laughs> Where should I move? Now, what you can do is you can present 
in your mind, to your intuitive mind, um, two different situations, uh, such as imagining that you are in one of the cities. So let's say you imagine that you are in city A. Imagine that maybe you're walking through a street in that city, if you're familiar with the city, and see what pops up in your mind about that, or what pops up in your mind as you are imagining that you're walking down the street in city A. And it's going to come in the language of the intu- of your intuition. How do you feel? Does another image pop up in your mind in that scenario, in that Im- in your imagination? Uh, do you have an emotional feeling, or is it physical? For example, maybe you feel up and light and happy, or do you feel tense and nervous? It could pay attention to your feelings. Do you see people in that? imaginary scenario what do their faces look like and you can get impressions from that now do the same thing for city b imagine you're walking down a familiar street there and see what pops up if you don't know a street if you're not familiar then just imagine that you are or pretend that you're walking down a street in that city it doesn't have to be accurate because your intuition will know what you mean and your intuition will give you these impressions. So those can give you clues as to which city to choose. You might find that one city feels more comfortable to you in your imagination, that imagination or imagined scenario. You might feel warmer. You might feel, uh, you might see faces that are happy as opposed to maybe the other city might seem a little more tense or a little Uh, The colors might be more muted, blue or gray. And that could tell you maybe that's not the place for you. Um, Now, you could do the same thing for deciding between, say, two jobs that you want to pick or places to visit. Another scenario that we have to deal with quite often is with people. People create a lot of problems for us, usually because uh, relationships are hard. We want to get what we want from others, or maybe we just want to be with them harmoniously. (laughs) And those uh, differences and conflicts can create issues. So what you can do when you're dealing with someone that you're having difficulty with, or maybe it could just be uh, your, your spouse or your boyfriend or a friend, and you are talking to them, and you want to say, you talk about something serious, or you want to um, convey certain uh, uh, meaning that you want or you you want them to get them to do what you want them to do. (laughs) What you can do now, what you can do is pay attention more to your intuition as you're talking to them. Now, one of the things that we often do is that when we're with someone else and we're speaking to them, um, we're often distracted because we are usually thinking about ourselves. We're worrying about whether we are communicating well, and are we understanding what they're saying? Or perhaps uh, we might not be really listening to them at all. We're just only focusing on what we want to tell them. Your intuition can speak through your body as you're watching them. Now, what you need to do is you need to pull yourself back from um, being so worried about conveying your information and be more of the witness and How do we do that? Well, instead of being self-focused, you can pay more attention to the other person. Perhaps you could look at their face or a part of their face as you listen. Uh, 
try to be the observer as you're watching them and they're speaking. Now, you might get a feeling of being repulsed or pushed back, or you might feel an attraction. You might find your body's leaning in, or maybe it's leaning away. See where your body wants to go. That's your intuition speaking to you. Sometimes as you observe someone without judgment, your intuition can speak more clearly to you. And as you are observing uh, and listening passively, uh, you may hear a word in your mind as they speak that pops up over and over again. And you can ask your intuitive mind as you're quietly listening to them, what's the best way to say what I want to tell them? And see what pops up. It might be a feeling, it might be a brief thought or a picture that can give you a message on how to say it or what to say. Or you might get one word that says wait. Or a feeling of, um, and you know, obviously if you get wait, it might be that you, it's, this is not the time. Or you might get a feeling of being open and honest. And that is your intuition again speaking to you. So those are a couple of ways that you can, examples of how you can use your intuition to help you make a decision, help you decide what to say with someone, when to say it, how to say it, uh, to smooth out relationships or get, you know, what you'd like um, in creating a more harmonious relationship or, you know, deciding between, say, two things that you're having difficulty over deciding which one to choose. Now, some of the things to remember is that intuition is not a process of deduction or thinking it out. Uh, Your intuitive mind is going to give you little bits of information in its own language, and that language we're not always used to. And a lot of those little bits of information you gather and you put together to understand the meaning. So that's how it works. Those are ways that you can use your intuition to help you make better decisions. And, um, you know, I have a lot more out there in terms of going into the different ways that intuition intuition comes within you and how to feel it and how to hear it. I know a lot of you out there are probably thinking, oh, I can't quiet my mind or um, sometimes, you know, my feelings get in the way. And and there are things you can do to quiet that and and, uh, kind of trick your mind into um, getting intuitive information make it clearer for you. And um, if you want to get some of those tips and you're, and you're okay with getting a short email from me uh, with some of these tips and other goodies, you could just go to my website, lmk88.com and, you know, put in your email there and I'll send them out to you. So I'm, you've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth, Conscious Living for Your Soul. And we're at the end of our show today. I'm Lisa Kay. And I'm so glad you're out there listening. So listen to us again next time. We'll be back same time, same place next week or on my, on my, um, my app, Lisa K Radio. You can take me anywhere. Angel blessings to everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.